Sorrows of those who increase who run after other gods. Yeah. That is past for I'll not pour out the libations of blood and take up the names of my lips. Verse 5, Lord, you have assigned me my portion and my cup. You have made my Lord secure. It is referring to our relationship with God. I don't think it is referring to the context from verses that come from up. He's not talking about things. They're talking about his person, his presence. Then they go on to say, the boundary lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Surely I have the delightful inheritance. This is what many people of God has. They refer to it as cars, houses, but this is an appreciation and uh, uh, an acknowledgement and a testing of finding in the Lord and really seeing that in, in Him there is no good thing. As in, in elsewhere, we have elsewhere apart from the Lord, we have no good thing. As the other phrase says, we have searched for Him. We have searched for him. We have searched for what? Search for him. 
that comes in um, um, in such place one can say I will praise the Lord for saving who comes to speak even at night my heart instructs me then verse 7 and verse 8 says I will serve the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand I will not be shaken therefore my heart is glad and my tongue rejoices my body also will rest secure because you will not abandon me to the grave nor will you let your holy one see the king and this is referring to the Lord Jesus you have known you have, you have made known to me the path of life very interesting choice of words eh? you have made known to me the path of life it's like it's outside my grasp till you are away of my grasp but he has made it known through his grace yeah, you have made known to me the path of life you will fill me with joy in your presence and with eternal pleasures at your right heart. So uh, you can see how the, it begins. He makes to us, he makes his, his path. He reveals the path of life to us so that we can have joy in his presence. We cannot find courage elsewhere. It is deception to think you can find courage elsewhere. You can, you, you can maneuver, you can maneuver. There is a verse in, in Jeremiah, I'll find it. It says, the Lord reveals himself to be faithful to those who are faithful. And he reveals himself to, to the crafty. He proves to be <laughs> crafty. He says they are crafty, something like that. Yeah, so this world cannot be figured out just like that. And the safest way to walk through it, one of the need to be so smart. Yeah. Um, is to ask the Lord to make the path of life be made known to us on a daily, in our daily experience. Yeah. In our daily experience. You can see that the character of the world is different. The character of the world is that they are harsh. With this one. And we tend to feel that the Lord is harsh. Maybe transfer that spirit of transparency. We tend to think it's harsh, yet it's not harsh. Um, second, we tend to think it's bribing, yet it's not bribing. Precious, sure. the unnatural hearts are not precious. They are mean, they are 
and all these all these all these things um, uh, describe our high priest. He's he's tender. He's loving. He's gracious. Yeah. Uh, and these things are being brought to us. We should never forget. These things are being brought to us because of his severity. Yeah. Same as the eyes are like flaming fire, so to speak. So this is what we have to deal with. Uh, it's not like the pagan gods. Uh, the pagan gods It's not like our God. You know, Israel used to say, what is the God of our salvation? They meant the God of immediacy. The God who saves us from the now. Now, the interpretation of being saved from the now, somebody will... Sometimes, for us, what we think we need to be saved from, actually, is not what we need to be saved from. Yeah. I, and the more I grow... See the scriptures are saying, You have made known to me the path of life. Somebody can think that somebody who reads this, just like a kid running through a corridor, he can read, Okay, you have made, he thinks he has owned it. Yeah? And misses out the, the precious ministry of the Holy Spirit who makes truth a real. So that's why you have many people who are uh, familiar with passages, but the passages have not become familiar to, to, to them. And uh, it takes a couple of availing, a couple of times of availing ourselves to Him in order for our hearts to be molded, to be confirmed. This is proved in Acts chapter 19, exposure of our hearts to the good word of the Lord. This, this is seen like in Acts chapter 19. There has to be a continuous exposure uh, to the good news because our hearts are susceptible. 
you something that struck me struck me real hard for a whole whole entire the synagogue and spoke for the there for three months arguing persuasively about the kingdom of God. But some of them became obstinate. They refused to believe and publicly maligned the way that is presented to what was teaching God's grace. So Paul left them. He took the disciples with him and had discussions daily in the lecture hall of Tyrannus. So that all the Jews and the Greeks who lived in the province of Asia had the word of the Lord. This is the first time people hire out uh, a lecture or meeting at the And they did it today. You get it? It was a very central. Then after that, we start preaching from the heart. You understand? The God is not the mind, but the heart. Yes. So you can see uh, uh, how vigorous Paul was uh, during his lecture in the school of Tyrannus. And this went on for two years. Imagine. So that all the Jews and the Greeks who lived in the province of Persia had the word of the Lord. God did extraordinary miracles through Paul so that even handkerchiefs and aprons that had touched him were taken to the sick and their illnesses were cured and evil spirits left. And you can see this is a byproduct of the word. First the word, then second, please. The heavy saturation, a heavy dose. You can imagine daily. People being daily exposed to the word of the Lord. What will happen to their hearts? Something weird happened. Some Jews who went around driving out evil spirits tried to invoke the name of the Lord Jesus over those who are demon possessed. They would say, In the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, I command you to come out. Seven sons of Sceva, the Jewish chief priests, were doing this. One day, the evil spirit answered them, Jesus, I know, and I know about Paul. But who are you? So we're very 
understand question. You get it? But who are you? Then the man who had the evil spirit jumped on them and overboard them all. He gave them such a beating that they ran out of the house naked and bleeding. You can see for them they were, they were, they were, not, they were not talking from a place of relationship. And that's what happened. Right? When there is no relationship, they are doing it They were doing it just exposed to the teaching. When this became known to the Jews and Greeks living in Ephesus, they were all seized with fear. And the name of the Lord Jesus was held in high honor. Many of those who believe now, many of those who believe now, now came and openly confessed their evil deeds. Calculated the value of the scrolls, the total came to 50,000 drachmas. That's a lot of money. In this way, the word of the Lord spread widely and grew in power. You see what you see now. What what is happening here is the word of the Lord. It was not the miracles. see that it is the word of the Lord spread widely in power. seen something that can strengthen a Christian like God's real grace, gospel, the gospel. It strengthens them and you might think they are like iron bats. Yeah. And uh, I think in the church that doesn't But there is something that uh, happens to us 
after listening to the gospel is an appreciation of his presence. There is an appreciation of his presence. Well, we want to be with him. We want to recognize his presence all day, whatever we do. Yeah. And it grows day by day, day by day. And then we notice that even when we read God's word, it opens up. Yeah, it opens up to us. Sometimes we are waiting for something to burst from heaven, right? But when actually that quiet confidence, the quiet confidence that is birthed out of the Spirit in our hearts, eh, that puts a heavy weight on the Spirit of the world, uh, is what is necessary for us to walk. That quiet confidence. Since we have these promises, amen. Sorry. Since we have these promises, dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence. Very interesting passage, eh? but which promises is he referring to? What does a believer have common with an unbeliever? What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? For we are the temple of the living God, as God has said. I will live with them and walk among them. I will do what? Therefore, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. You see? It's a call. Come out of them and be what? 
and be separate. In, in one sense, is he telling us that? In one sense, is he saying this? For what do righteousness and wickedness have in common? Or what fellowship can light have with darkness? The synonym, the synonym of light and darkness, we have talked about what light means and what darkness is. Even in John chapter 3, it has distinguished what light is and what darkness is. Right? The enemy uses such verses to punch us with a heavy punch. Right? I think the Lord gives such verses there to punch the flesh with a heavy punch. It remains closed because you will come and say this verse is meaning come out from doing bad things and start doing good things. While actually saying is calling you out of legalism into grace. He's calling you out of legalism into grace. He's saying legalism defiles you. You know what I was telling yesterday? Today only. What the, 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 the enemy is talking to me, who's calling to me. That is legal. Legalism defiles. Hmm? But God's grace, um, um, she refines us. She says, uh, it says, therefore, uh, come out from them and be separate, says the Lord. Be separate. Do not believe what they do. Not believe what they believe. Hmm? Come out from them and be separate. Change the Lord. Touch no unclean thing, and I will receive you. Remember the book of Job? Yeah? The last verses which says, even afraid to touch the garment that is stained by flesh. It reminds me of this touch no unclean thing and they will receive you. I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters. Saints, the Lord Almighty. So now you can see he's getting old covenant verses eh? and he's removing the self-righteous paint that is on them. He introduces them right here. What does light have to do with darkness? What fellowship do they have? What harmony is there between Christ and Belial? What does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? Huh? What agreement is there between the temple of God and others? For we are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will live with them and walk among them. powerful promise. Then he said, since we have these promises, since we do have, we have these promises. Dear friends, let us purify ourselves from everything that contaminates body and spirit, perfecting holiness out of reverence for God. This is the call upon our lives to separate ourselves from, not all, it is from Doctrines that defile us. It is referring to a, 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 a 
lives. You know, he lives. So to speak. What agreement is there between the temple of God and idols? Is there any agreement? No. Yeah. For we are the temple of the living God, as God has said. Touch no one thing him and I will receive you. I will be a father to you and you will be my sons and daughters, says the Lord. Says, do not be yoked together and believers. It is something good. Eh? It is something good. Let me purify myself from, I could say, yeah, there's some things I can purify myself from. You could read this in a different uh, lens. So, uh, I want to, before we go for communion, I want you to tell me what you think. Perfecting holiness out of reference for God. What does it mean? Perfect holiness. Is second Corinthians, what? Seven. Seven. Which verse?
can you can go off the timing because I started reading from verse 16, verse 14. Do not be locked together with your neighbor. For what righteousness and wickedness have in common. Verse 6 begins, chapter 6 is very short. Eh? It begins off by saying, as God's fellow workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in you. We put no standing block in anyone's path so that our ministry will not be discredited. Rather, as servants of God, we commend ourselves in every way in great endurance, in troubles, in hardships, in distresses. Gambi, second Corinthian, Lord. Chapter 7, verse 1. 7, verse 1. Mm. He's saying, therefore having. So what is he saying before that? Says, uh, let me check. Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness and the fear of God. This is NKJV. Yes, yes. So, actually, perfecting holiness is perfecting what true holiness is. Because there is such a thing as uh, an imperfect holiness. Mm. You know? But 
perfecting holiness means you know perfection embracing the gift versus embracing our performance embracing our performance is what contaminates us as contrary what people think mm. yes what contaminates us is the logical conclusion because if it's anything to do with what you can do it will be speaking of imperfection yes you're speaking of imperfection and reference for God meaning that like it has meaning that actually God there is always a call on your life to recognize that uh, you can't fool it all you can't fool it all the standard is high I can't fool it off either your brother cannot fool it all hmm? you have to embrace this a gift the gift of righteousness. That's why it makes this a very powerful verse. They say, therefore, come out from them and be separate. Actually, to be separate is to be holy. In the to be holy is in the sense, you know when people think you're to be holy, they think you stop sinning. <laughs> but to be holy is to embrace what God has done on the cross the only avenue to be righteous. That is uh, what holiness is. Yes. That's what purifies us. Even elsewhere in the New Testament, they say they were purified by the hearing of the gospel, by believing the gospel. They were purified. So things that uh, contaminate the body and spirit are teachings you see, uh, he's going to talk about teachers in 2 Corinthians 11. Teachers who emerge themselves within us and have teachings to talk about that contaminate our spirit and contaminate our body. Uh, another thing is, let us purify ourselves from is the difference between from and of. From is from a place. Of is something that is a part of you. But it is, it is talk, you know, in hidden behind these verses, I can see also how strict God is. Hmm? How strict God is. He will not accept you on any other terms. Yeah? Apart from His Son. You know, the flesh is always wanting to hear testimony about itself. God is wanting to be a testimony about itself. 
father declares the testimony of his son. Because if he was to declare the testimony of who we are, we'll be sung. Yes. Let me read you a quote from here. Then we do a communion. Life seems a good kind of fellow. Yes. Isn't it nice to think of yourself that? Nice guy. Until your cover is blown. So they were using their reference as the word. Mm. You get? They were using their reference as the word. They were using what? The Old Testament as their reference for scriptures. Remember, this is a new community. Oh, true, true. Eh? Okay. Mm. This is a new community, and it is declaring the grace of God to the old community. All the old, the old leadership. Eh? said something about sin. Sin is meant to brush myself righteousness. Yes. So I think I'm not. This is so good. Connect to this. Because I have access, eh? Mm. I think I have my plan reading this or something. Enjoy. Just a minute. Now, you know, be able to connect. No, I don't know So, 
Ubosumi yon pasi na The heart is constantly looking to God to give a testimony about itself. Hmm? Mm -hmm. But the Father is giving a testimony concerning His Son and not about what we are. If we were to give a testimony about us, it must be about our sin and unbelief of heart. But no. And it is of great importance in this day of infidelity to see that if the Father gives a testimony, it is about His Son and what He is to receive. And it is of great importance in this day of infidelity to see that if the father gives a testimony, it is about his son and what he is to the sinner. And I think that is a good capture to the meal. Not so. The meal is not going to declare really. <laughs> Era mukama ali mu Twitter okulekerawo okutumuliranga kyeche tuli. That's why that song we are singing on all your loveliness. The loving God is your loveliness is melting my I view myself. And the way he, he accomplishes that is to make me see what he has become to me in spite of what I am uh, myself. Thank you, Lord, for a cup of blessing. And thank you, Lord, for the perfect body. They speak peace to our lives. It is wonderful to be a child of God and to share in the blessing of your death and the cross, your expression of love, your drawing us into your presence. In the majesty of your cross. To live in an environment of forgiveness, to live in an environment of grace from the castle of the world, free from the misfortunes of life, free from demonic attack, free 
from this, the, 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 the anger of Satan. Satan is so angry, but we thank you that through your blood and your courage. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for rejoicing you and we appreciate you. Amen. Amen.